Yeah. I see. I don't know what it is, but I am optimistic Travis today. I'm, I'm feeling good. I've got a little bounce in my step. And even the Tony Gonsolin news did not totally send me around the bend. I'm, I'm in a good frame of mind. I, maybe it's a credit to you, Andy. Bounce in your step, even though it is physically painful for you to walk. <laughs> it was... I. I, I rolled over in the middle of the night and it's like, ooh, ooh, oh, all oh, right. I walked a lot today. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I feel like I just did my first day of uh, basic at Camp Pendleton. <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I'm one of the new recruits for the the Marines. Only I walked. I'm just saying that I, I, I know what you're going through, fellas. Hang in there. You know? <laughs> We're all in this together, boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bud's training is next for me. I'm gonna go down to Coronado and join the SEALs along the way. Uh, here's one for you. This is from Francis and Glendale, Andy. The bench players from the 1980 World Champion team would be outside whatever Zastro's club is. So <laughs> when, when we're figuring out the Kamenetsky uh, 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 statue game, we got to find the, the the fictional Zastro club, and we could put some of those guys in yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, everybody gets a statue. If you ever played for the Lakers, like – even a 10-day contract, like Vander Blue gets a statue. <laughs> Vander Blue. Who was that guy that was super old and came in and made a bunch of threes that day? Oh, Andre Ingram. Andre Ingram. That like, was it. He gets a yeah. statue near a, like a nursing home. <laughs> Gary yes. Murillo asked if uh, Taylor Swift gets a statue at Staples Center. Andy's, this is Andy's prerogative. Well, she, no, this is for uh. – I don't – She A, she already has a banner. She's <laughs> yes, got a banner. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I, she was not a member of the team. Like – I. This okay. is a sacred thing, Emily. <laughs> like this thing has okay. this statue game has integrity. Like you start you start to hand it out to people like Taylor Swift. You're making a mockery of giving out people <laughs> statues. Yeah, look, we're, we're we're doing the Lord's work here yeah. in handing out these statues. I mean, look, getting a statue is an honor. Like it's one thing for Vander Blue to get it, but Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> Andre Ingram's a good one. I'm looking at the news over your shoulder. What do you have planned when it's 150 degrees this upcoming weekend? You got any, got any things you want to get done Stay before inside. the end of the world? Stay <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I got a short list, a bucket list items that I'd like to get to before it's 150 degrees on the weekend. That's, a, that's always fun. Not a good weekend to go to Palm Springs. No, for sure. Well, you saw that the freeway collapsed out there, too. Did you guys see that? No. So, yeah. did you see that front? I saw that. Yeah, yes. Emily, you it, saw it's it. It's on the ten, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, a huge chunk of the ten freeway out. I think it's in officially Desert Center is the name of the the town or the the area. Like it just fell. Like it's, it was near the California Arizona border, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's 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 just gone. It's just <laughs> missing. It fell in from erosion or flood. I don't want to say flooding, but it was the last time it rained. I okay. Don't know. Remember when the Northridge earthquake happened? Vividly. I was on the ten, like. 10 minutes before that thing fell like i'd been okay. out late can i sound like your mother andy what were you doing out at 3 45 in the morning carousing <laughs> i well nothing you know, good happens actually, after you know what's midnight funny andy. is this was sort of the after carousing i was just hanging out at a friend's and just decided to leave because it was like 3 30 and yeah. it's like okay the earthquake was just after four something like that started. so yeah. i mean i just randomly decided to leave when i left and i was back at my back at my off-campus apartment at USC, and all of a sudden, you know, like I'd barely fallen asleep, all of a sudden, everything just starts shaking and shaking. And because, you know, at that point, I'd only lived in LA a few years, I'd never experienced an earthquake. I thought it was the upstairs people in our complex 
just getting rowdy at four in the morning, I started no yelling, shut the bleep up. No kidding. And my roommate's like, dude, it's an earthquake. Yeah, and a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, if that was your first, that's not your introduction to earthquakes. No, that you're I mean, the for. 10 collapsed. Yeah. That is, I, 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 you, I got stuck on something you said that you were out carousing. I don't think I've ever caroused. <laughs> what, 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 what did, Pull what, hamstring. Yeah, what does carousing entail? Let me mm. get, define it, and I'll tell you whether I've ever done it. Um, it typically involves a big crew. Okay. Okay, I'm still in. <laughs> um, typically involves a lot of alcohol. I'm still in. Maybe other items. Okay. Um, it usually involves more than one location. Like carouse, you can't carouse. I think I've caroused. Yeah, I think you have. I think think I've caroused. Like, okay, I wouldn't have thought I had. If you've ever been on a pub crawl or anything resembling a pub crawl or even just bar hopping, you've caroused. Okay, good. I feel better about myself. Speaking of bar hopping, um, the internet went down in Ireland. I don't know if it was all of Ireland, but at least where they were playing (laughs) the Northwestern Nebraska football game. And they just said, yeah, you know what? Everybody gets free beer. How about that? That they just yeah gets you know yeah give everybody a pint. It also just lets you know how much our world is just dependent on the internet. The idea that when the net goes down, even though you're in a bar and theoretically don't even need the internet, they feel the need to apologize to you. <laughs> right. Like you you have to you have to have that offset in some way. You're owed something. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I can't stare at my phone mindlessly. <laughs> How about a free Jack and Coke? Oh, look, I mean, <laughs> if that happens, it's say like SoFi when the Rams open. If the if the net goes down, people are monitoring their fantasy teams. Oh, yeah. Well, that's no one has cash deal. anymore either. So it's like you can't buy anything because there's no way to. I think that's, there's a there's a generational divide there. I think you're mostly well, very right few people for, have cash. I, I always have. 20 bucks in my pocket. And it's a COVID thing, too. Like, let's I, I, I get it, but I feel so naked if I'm out there. Because, look, when something bad happens, cash feels like the quickest way to get out of something <laughs> Even really, though really these days it's the least quick way. <laughs> right, right, I understand, but, like, I'm not going to zell some guy that's up to no good. <laughs> right? Like, hey, give me all your zell. <laughs> what? I don't want to get knifed over. Give me your over. pin number. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, if someone mugs you, just say, look, give me your <laughs> What's your Venmo? You take Venmo? You a Zelle guy? A PayPal? PayPal? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you got going over there? That's maybe not a bad way to do it. All right, let, let's start this, and we'll hear from some Laker fans coming up in a bit, too. 877-710-3776. Depending on who you talk to, depending on who you read, depending on who you trust when it comes to all things Lakers, there's kind of two camps right there's the when Patrick Beverly was added to this roster that just put jet fuel into the get Russell Westbrook out of here situation right you can't have these two guys together they don't have they're not complimentary pieces they hate each other's guts and there's no way that LeBron wants one thing and not the that this is all part of the puzzle of we're going to get him out of here sooner than later then there's the – it doesn't have anything to do with that. They, they can play together. You can leave him here. You don't want to have to do something just to do something, just to say, okay, he's off the books, let's move forward. Which of those two camps do you fall into? Well, let me preface this by saying, regardless of which camp I fall into, I want to see these guys as teammates for a couple of weeks. Like it's a Just te- for the spectacle? Yes, it's a terrible idea for a full season, but I feel like after a decade-long very open, very personal feud. It becomes one big tease if these guys are not forced to work together for at least a few weeks. 
like the sick part of me needs to see this. <laughs> a little voyeuristic little yeah. angle I mean, of this look, whole thing. Look, after all of this buildup, if they're not forced to become co-workers, isn't it a letdown? It happens a lot, though. And I, th this one is turned up to a degree, unlike most of them. Guys hate each other all the time. Sure, sure. But never this open about <laughs> well, it. Yeah, yeah. And in, I, to be fair, you know, I don't say this often, or a lot of people don't say this often, to be fair to Russell Westbrook, from his perspective, a lot of it is legit sure. and understandable. Like, Patrick Beverly injured him. Yeah, no, like, that's that's a tougher one to get over than he fouled me hard one time. The way I, but all kidding aside, the way I look at it is, I don't think one necessarily has to do with the other because they've been looking to trade Russell Westbrook anyway. Yes. Like, Patrick Beverly is useful for this team and fills a few needs, whether Russell Westbrook is on this team whether he's not on this team, Patrick Beverly is going to help this team more than Talon Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson likely would have. So to me, it's it's connected to Russell Westbrook, but it's also, I think, more independent of him because Patrick Beverly helps regardless. There, there's this, and they want to get rid of Russ regardless. Well, well, I, so, yes, I believe that they want to get – they want to move on from Russell Westbrook, but they would like to do it under the most advantageous terms possible. Not that there's great scenarios over there, but there are less terrible scenarios available to them, right? One of those may just be to send him home, right? That we're going to keep these picks because you and I were talking a little bit about this um, earlier today. The Lakers are in win-now mode, right? Okay, I get it that you're making decisions that are short-term decisions to maximize LeBron James in at least the next two years that he's going to be here, maximize Anthony Davis, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if win now exists. You might be able to be better than you were a year ago, but my understanding of the phrase win now means win championships. I don't think there's a move that does that. Well, that that's what's interesting about where the Lakers are right now and sort of if you believe – if you believe Anthony Davis and LeBron James can this season stay healthy and in the case of AD really play at the top of his game, then you feel, I guess, confident in the concept of win now or going for it because those two are a legitimately great starting foundation. I mean, there are questions about some of the pieces around them, but LeBron and AD can match the one-two of any team in the league if they are healthy, if they are healthy and out there. If you don't That's believe, a huge. Effort. Well, I was going to say it's it's not just your usual. LeBron James is going in a year twenty. Sure. I know. Anthony Davis has played what is it something like sixty some odd games he, in two years combined. It's just he has not played. Well, this gets to the other side of it. If you don't believe that, then ultimately everything you are doing for quote unquote win now, you are cosplaying contention. Like what you are doing is putting yourself in the closest possible position to contend yes even though you're not actually close right well th th this is the okay are they better yeah but did they go from nine to eight they go from eight to seven it's like it's one of these moves this is not and and the move from eight to two doesn't exist i, I it just I, I can't see it i haven't heard anybody else speculate that there if they do this you know there's the the idea that there's a three-team deal out there where donovan mitchell is a part of it and russell all of these things are, and getting are donovan mitchell. no no they're but they're all around the perimeter of your best player is going into year 20 your second best player has had back-to-back -back seasons where he's been unable and your third best player at least as we sit here on august 29th i don't think he wants to be there okay but Coming up, though, if we keep talking yeah. about this, 
with Russell Westbrook, the idea of if he's your third best player, it speaks to why, and we'll talk about this next, some of the solutions or finger quote solutions that get tossed around for Russell Westbrook, I don't think actually are solutions. All right, we're going to do that next. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so a little bit of an update on Tony Gonsolin before we get back to Russell Westbrook here uh, in a second. Andy, uh, Juan Torbio covers the Dodgers for MLB.com, writes, Tony Gonsolin, who was scheduled to start tonight against the Marlins, was placed on the 15-day injured list with a right forearm strain. Um, he went on to write, it is not a phantom IL situation for the Dodgers' Tony Gonsolin. Like some are suggesting, it's an actual injury, but the Dodgers are confident Gonsolin will be back in time to get strong for October. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm not putting Juan in in this. I'm just talking, you know, globally here. How do we you know Tony Gonsolin and the Dodgers are probably the only people that know for sure, right? That because this, I mean, I guess it could be a real thing. I mean, it absolutely could be a real thing. But the timing of it is just so I don't advantageous for that. That's the wrong word. But if you were going to have him take a two-week breather, now is the day you would start the two-week breather. This is what makes it tricky, though. Yeah. If it were going to be a real injury, now is also the time because this is the most pitching he's ever done. Yeah. So it would also make sense that he actually would be developing a forearm strain. He is over double the amount of big league innings that he has ever had in a previous season. He's 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 over. This is the most innings he's ever thrown, but he has thrown you know into this general area in the minor leagues. The the rub is if the Dodgers go as far as they want to go. They've got the playoffs start six weeks from today. Okay, so we've got six weeks until that starts, and then if the Dodgers break the way that we're hoping they do, that's another month worth of baseball that you have. You have two months and change left, so. You want to make sure that he's good to go. You want to make sure that he's healthy. And maybe optimistic Travis is just overruling pessimistic. I, I really do feel like this is a, hey, listen, we're going to shut you down, get right. Maybe there's a little, hey, did that feel good? It felt okay. I, it sounds like a forearm strain. Sit down. Well, it, it can be a little bit of all of it. I mean, it can be a situation where he is feeling some discomfort. They're, it's real, but they're not worried about it yet. They have the luxury of shutting him down. If the playoffs started tomorrow, Gonson would likely find a way to pitch through it. Yeah. Unless it's worse than they're letting on. Well, if it's but you you went. But there. if it's worse than letting it on, then he's out. If this were game two of the NLCS, let's say, okay, Julio pitches game one, 
It's game two. Gonsolin's your guy. And you find – hey, listen, he's not going tonight because of a forearm strain. That is an uh-oh moment. If this is a we would never know that his forearm was bothering him kind of thing, I have a feeling it's one of those. And, and, and again, I'm just totally guessing and, and speculating here, but he's been so – clean he hasn't really pitched a lot of high stress moments and i know that this stuff is cumulative i know that's not exactly how it works but i just i, I think you i keep what, defaulting you know what's to interesting though now draft. that i think about it i i caught the tail end of his last start and he was he was good he was not overwhelming but he was good afterwards dave roberts was talking about it you know he didn't slam gonsolin over it but he was kind of underwhelmed in the way he was describing it mm-hmm. and he was talking about gonsolin not really having his stuff and, and battling more that in the moment I was kind of like, I don't, didn't seem that bad to me, but it, maybe you wonder if over the course of that game, there was something going on that eventually they learned was the forearm strain. We'll, we'll find out when he comes back and pitches again. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, that's when we'll know whether or not this was a phantom thing or a, Hey, let's be overly cautious kind of thing. Uh, very quickly, it's from Dan Peralta. Listening to this failed 90210 quiz has 2021-2022 Laker vibes. <laughs> All the talk and promise just to fall flat on their faces. I expect more from you, Trav and AK. Wow. Right down to the fact that that team was too old, just like us. <laughs> Wow. Well, yes, and I, Emily. Other things going on. I do. I, yeah, we, we're 45, 50 yeah. years old. We got a lot of ish going on right now. Um, the the questions that you had at the beginning were challenging. The next way, I, the writers of the show, I don't know if would remember I those. You guys were experts. No, I'm not experts on what the name of the guy that showed up one time in the second <laughs> episode. I'm not like good the, at that. For example, the guy that you had mentioned that won Spring King, Brad Phillips. Brad Phillips. I'm not sure we ever actually saw Brad Phillips. I think he was just named. <laughs> yeah, I, that that you could have given me forever, and I'm not landing on. Like that. I have, I have seen a lot of 90210 in my day. I have no idea who the hell Brad Phillips no, is. No, I, I would have said, if you would have said to me, has a character named Brad Phillips, no. I, I don't know. Do you, have an, do you have another one, Emily, that's maybe not quite as deep of a dive? But here's the problem. Emily won't know if it's play. a deep dive. Okay, true. That predates her by okay, 20 years. So what was the name? These also are so funny to me because they're so out of context that they're kind of crazy sometimes. What was the name of the cult that Kelly joined? The cult. Oh, oh. Now, we that's that's the sort of thing we're looking for. <laughs> okay. The new awakening. The, so the first word is good. That is. So you, do you want uh, multiple choice? Multiple choice. Okay. So it's new dawn, new evolutions, new evolution, new you. It's new evolution. New beginnings. Yeah, it's new, new evolution. All right. Yeah. That is. I get correct. I get half a credit because <laughs> I got new right. You got one more for us. All right. What is the name of the newspaper that the Blaze? Is- uh, that's not one of the options. Wait, okay, we should let the, it finish. It's the, the newspaper <laughs> that he had Brandon and Steve. The Beverly Beat? in high school. Uh, so there is the options of West Beverly Blaze, West Beverly Journal, West Beverly, the Daily West Beverly, the West Beverly Gazette. It's the Blaze. It's the Blaze. All right, and that is correct. Yeah, we got that one in our sleep. <laughs> All yeah. right, you guys are doing better. That's too easy. We need we yeah. need something between new evolution. You know what we new need? evolution, Emily? We need Ben Lyons to call in yeah. and give us this yeah. quiz. Yeah. Or our friends over at that The Blaze the, podcast. The Blaze podcast. That yes. Travis and I have both been guests yeah. on. Yeah. I, I want you to, Emily, you're, you're the right person to bounce this off of. I want you to take a minute and really think about the construct of what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Two 50-something men 
went on a podcast dedicated to a teenage soap opera set in the 1990s and both of us were considered experts in our arena <laughs> i've been on twice <laughs> it's like it's like if you went on a podcast about like degrassi or like uh the vampire diaries yeah but when you were 50 not 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 well, when you were to be, 16. to be fair we went on in our 40s <laughs> yeah. oh, we're fine and the, and the show was it's not like i mean we weren't creepers it's not like we started watching this teen show in when you were 40s. 40s. We watched it when we were age appropriate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, we were younger than the cast well, members. Andy, you don't need to justify our 90210 love. We're, we're fine. I just want to make sure people understand. <laughs> you know. We're good. We're good. We, we uh, not Brenda, that's Slee. Slee's the only. Val or someone else in the uh, universe as far as your favorite? Ooh. My favorite, my all-time favorite was probably Claire. Yes, that's the correct answer. Kathleen Robertson. Yeah, that's the correct answer. I waited on her one time at a chin-chin. <laughs> and what did she get? Did she get the uh, the salad? She, she, if memory serves, she was in there with Tori Spelling, actually. They no, came, they were no, I'm, I'm My dead, head would have exploded. I'm dead serious. They came, <laughs> they came in together. Um, Kathleen, they were both very nice. Uh, Kathleen Robertson ate a proper meal. Tori did not. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. She kind of nibbled a bit on a pot sticker, and that was the end of it. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. All right, so your Anthony, your Anthony, your uh, Russell Westbrook theories that you were talking about. Well, you hear a lot of people talk about, like, if the, if the Lakers can't br find a trade for Russell Westbrook that they like heading into uh, camp, mm -hmm. because, you know, the Lakers have very few assets at this point. Like, they are not in a position where they can afford to just – attach one, maybe two picks to Russell Westbrook to get rid of him for a deal that is sideways at best, that doesn't really make them better. They don't have the luxury of asset depth to do that. So you hear a lot of people say, well, if they can't trade Russell Westbrook before the deadline, just send him home. Like mm -hmm. He doesn't even show up to training camp. Don't mm -hmm. bring him in. The Lakers have to try at that point, I think, try to make it work with Westbrook because they do not have the luxury of talent on that roster to just automatically, preemptively exile Russell Westbrook. No matter what you think of Russell Westbrook as a player, he is certainly an awkward fit, attitudinally, whatever. He's in the upper half of talent on this team, and it's not even debatable. Sure, sure he is. It's funny because I want to give credit where I heard it. I just don't honestly remember where I heard it. I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about Russ. And he's in a really weird spot in his career because if you're a good team, I don't want Russell Westbrook. He, if I'm close, all he can do is sink me, right, because he plays a certain way. If I'm a bad team looking to bottom out, I also don't want him because he's, to your point, he's still a talented enough player that he might grab a handful of games for you here or there that could be the difference between the first pick or the fourth pick or whatever it may be. That there really isn't a place where what he does, which is, for lack of a better description, he, he's Russell Westbrook, right? We all know what that means. Good teams don't want him. Bad teams don't want him. There's not a good fit other than he makes a ton of money, and maybe you're looking to clear up some uh, flexibility in your financial uh, situations. He doesn't bring a lot of value to any of these other teams in the league. But that's also, too, though, where if, you, if you're trying to be an optimist about this situation moving forward, if the Lakers end up having to keep Westbrook for one reason or another, mm -hmm. if Westbrook has any type of awareness – and granted, that doesn't necessarily feel like a strong bet. Sure. But if he does, 
he's got to recognize this could be his last year in the league. It could. Like, even at a veteran's minimum moving forward, I don't know. I mean, Brian and I on the Locked on Lakers podcast five days a week, uh, Never Behind a Paywall. Is there a YouTube component to that? There is a YouTube component. (laughs) As I've heard, there also is for Locked on Rams. I've heard the same. We We actually went through... Let's say like Russell Westbrook was traded to Utah or Uh traded to Indiana, gets bought out, as people would suspect. We went through a list, the entire NBA, trying to figure out where you could even make a semi-plausible devil's advocate argument for where Russ could fit in. Landed on maybe Dallas, Mm -hmm. because they never really replaced Jalen Brunson. Maybe the Heat, if you wanted to really bet on Heat culture. Sure. The Wizards. I'd because, like to see Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook spend some time together. <laughs> that would be I, interesting. I vote, I vote for that. The Wizards, because they never really replaced what he did. They've since mm-hmm. moved Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They are trying to please Brad Beal with some form of competitiveness. Always heard they got along fine. The Wizards weren't necessarily looking to move him when they traded him. That was basically the list. There's nowhere else where he actually makes sense. The, the, the part that is so... <sighs> alarming slash disappointing slash just you know whatever the the scenario that no one is saying is going to happen is hey listen Russell Westbrook's going to do what Darvin Ham is asking him to do. He's going to lock down on the defensive end. He's going to fit in in a complimentary role. He's going to be a culture guy. He's going to be a team guy. That's not his own agent basically fired Russell Westbrook because he wouldn't buy into what the Lakers the 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 the, the lane that the Lakers are offering is very specific. We need you to be a to steal a line from Sean McVay. We need you to be a we not a me guy. We need you to defer to LeBron and to Anthony Davis. We need you to be a defensive player, and we need you to, for lack of a better word, you just chill out, just a, t- a hair. No, has been the, the response. And not publicly, but that the agent is no, that no one's saying, hey, listen, he hasn't come out and say, I, I realize what you and I are just talking about. I realize I've been in the league, was it 15 years, whatever it is, 14? I realize that I'm on the very back nine of this thing. If I want to continue to play, I have to adjust my game. His answer has always been, this is what I do. Get out of well, my his way. His answer has been actually, and I asked him about this in his exit interview, his answer is he has been adjusting. He's actually been the guy who's been adjusting everywhere he went. I actually, though, uh, it's a bit of a outside-the-box approach. I, I have an idea Ooh. for how they maybe could handle Russ. I want to hear it. I okay. want to hear it when yeah. we come back. It's Travis Slee, and he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Matthew, uh, one of the members of the Travis and Sliwa community, who you read earlier today, mm-hmm. Slee, uh, said as a mail carrier, he walks about 20 miles a day and that I need to suck it up. Yeah, but Matthew, you're like a real man who does a real job that's physically demanding. I sit here and talk into a microphone. I'm I, I'm I'm starting at a huge disadvantage. The mail carrier in my neighborhood, he he always has like music playing. He's got like on those like speakers that are you know they're not blasting, but right. it's enough you can hear. It's typically like '70s funk and soul, like that I really like. He always looks like he's really enjoying himself. Like, I always see this guy going around my neighbor, like, man, 
kind of wish I was him. Like, he seems like a cool dude. He looks like he's enjoying his day. Looks like he's enjoying his day. He's got, like, a cool aura to him. He's He manages to have, I'm not even joking, he's got, like, a neck tat that looks just, like, perfect. Like, it's like it's perfectly <laughs> placed. That's a narrow slice. It's perfectly placed. Like, it's big enough that you notice, but not so big that you're like, what the hell is that? It's big enough that you notice, but not so big that you notice. It's perfectly tasteful. <laughs> Like yeah. everything about him is like perfect. He should meet the guy that does our street because I don't think he's ever said one. I he goes by our house at roughly the same time I get home. Hey man, how you doing? And uh, I get if I get a grunt, it's a it's a banner day but from this, that guy. Okay, this guy's like even you great are along with your neighbors. <laughs> yeah, this guy's great along these lines. Like friendly, says hello, but doesn't start chit chatting that I don't want anyway. He doesn't want to break down the Lakers. Like he's perfect. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> he seems to really be enjoying send him, himself. Send him down to my neighborhood. We'll I see might. if we can uh, trade him out. Stat here of the day is none other than Mookie Betts. Mookie has homered in three straight games. He has four home runs in his last three games. He's had leadoff home runs in the last two games along the way. And Paul Goldschmidt feels like he has the lead in the National League MVP, Andy. But Mookie has another few weeks like he's having, and the Dodgers end up winning 112, 14, 15 games. I don't know how the most valuable player of the league isn't on the Dodgers. I was going to say relevancy will start breaking a tie, you would think. Mookie's been really, really good. When he came over, I was firmly in the camp of Mike Trout's the best player in baseball, and I think I was right when he came over. I don't know what a better answer is than Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball. There are other Aaron Judge is extraordinary. Shohei Otani is you know a unicorn like like we talk about, but Mookie Betts throws really well. He covers a ton of ground in the outfield. He's dangerous on the bases. He gets on on a high level as far as on base percentage. He hits home runs. He scores runs. He's a great teammate. It, Tell me a box that he doesn't check. He's he's awesome. Like I told you, my wife had never heard of Mookie Betts until he came over. She fell in love with him in like thirty seconds. Like <laughs> he just he, ha he has that type of aura. Everybody loves him. Stat Hero of the Day is presented by Stat Hero, the daily fantasy app that focuses on player lineups, not Vegas lines. Sign up at StatHero.com. Use the promo code 710 for a 100% deposit match. That's promo code 710, Stat Hero, reshaping the future of daily fantasy. Visit StatHero.com for details. All right, so give me the give me the Russell scenario. Okay, uh, if Russell Westbrook ends up on this team, you know, which I know – a lot of people, including I let think me, the let me stop you right there. When they play their first game of the season up in Golden State, is he on the team? I'm thinking it's yes. I think so too. <laughs> thinking it's yes. Um, maybe they decide you know that rumored Buddy Heald, Miles Turner deal is the best they can do, and they decide to meet whatever those costs are. Maybe it's both first round picks. Maybe it's one of them fully pro or protected, the other one fully unprotected. I don't know. But it's a deal that they could have jumped on at any time they want. It seems like maybe they're just waiting it out. Maybe they don't love it. Whatever. But if Russ is on this team, you obviously have to figure out a way to make this work. Russ is not somebody that likes to adjust beyond letting Russ be Russ. Mm -hmm. I came up with what I call the 10 minutes of Russ plan. Okay. For 10 minutes per game, and I mean exactly 10 minutes. This is timed. One chunk, or are we spreading this out? However you want. Okay. However Darvin Ham wants. Yep. But for 10 minutes per game, it is Russell Westbrook's show. And Russell Westbrook, everybody, defers to Russ. 
It all revolves around Russ. The offense runs through Russ. I don't care if LeBron and AD are on the court with him. For 10 minutes per game, Russ gets to be Russ. 10-01, we strike. <laughs> At that point, Russ has to play within the construct, totally up, again, to Darvin Ham. If Darvin Ham decides Russ is not being a team guy, Russ sits. But for 10 minutes a game, Russ gets to be Russ, gets to get it out of his system, hopefully plays well, but there's only so much damage you can really do over 10 games. And frankly, if 10 minutes is going to like drag you down, this team isn't good enough anyway. 10 minutes of Russ playing. It's intriguing. I, I think this falls into that category of I'd kind of like to see it just to see what it looks like and how it goes. That being said, I feel like your idea of everyone gets a statue is more likely to be implemented than, than the 10 minutes of Russell Westbrook because they're not a good enough team to mess around with chunks of games, right? They, they, they're they going to have to play. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But it's nearly 20% of the game, right? It's, it's actually a little bit more than 20% of the game. Um, he needs to do what they're asking him to do or he needs to move on but here's the thing though you can either get him for 20 minutes a game resisting a lot of what he's supposed to be doing sort of doing what's being asked but not really or again incentivize cooperation (laughs) by giving russ some russ time i I, here's what i i think they're going to start the season with him Unless camp is so radioactive, they're like, we, we just can't do this. That, that Maybe LeBron's camp in San Diego. Like if Russ goes right, there right. and they come back and they're like, dude. Yeah, no. Well, I, you tell me what you think. I think that if San Diego LeBron camp goes through and he just picks up the phone and says, hey, uh, Rob or Jeannie or whoever he would call in this situation, no, man. I think that's the end of the line. I think at that point you either make that trade for the picks or you just send him home. But – I think they're going to give him a shot to work it out. I think he'll get an opportunity to fall in line. I think he'll get an opportunity to be a complimentary player. And I think that the grace period on that will be unbelievably short. That's fine. But I think, all joking aside, they do need to try with Westbrook. Like, I don't think they have enough talent to just automatically exile him. Like, the idea of, you know, it's addition by subtraction or it improves the chemistry – Maybe it improves the chemistry, but that only really matters if your team is so good that chemistry could be the thing that puts you over the top. Right now, they're not good enough that the chemistry no, is going to matter they that can't, much. They can't just kick talent to the curb just because nope. they it's a bad fit. They got to keep what they can. But I, I, I keep coming back to this, that you have a guy that has done it one way for – probably his whole life he did it at ucla he did it in oklahoma city he's done it he, he does it and then eventually he goes back to what he is and you can't coach him out of it that what makes him him or is that no this is what i do what made him an mvp what made him such an unbelievable force is my way is the best way that's what makes athletes these guys sure. and very few guys have that gear like vince carter like hey i used to be this I realize I'm not that anymore. I'm going to morph into this role and then morph into a third role and a fifth and a tenth. Those guys don't come around very no. often. And Russell Westbrook, particularly is not when that they've guy. been stars, yeah. that's when it's really hard. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, a little Dodger news as well that it's not Tony Gonsolin being on the 15 day IL with a forearm strain. Will Smith has committed to playing uh, for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. 
Will Smith is funny because he's probably the best catcher in baseball. He's certainly the best offensive catcher in baseball. He's the only one of those guys that is not a perennial all. I don't think he's made an all-star team yet, oddly enough. And, yeah, why wouldn't he be on Team USA? He's the best American catcher that we have in this league. What's crazy is the Dodgers have been so good at drafting that they had at one point both Will Smith and Kieber Ruiz mm-hmm. in their system. And, I, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I've kept up with what he's been doing since they moved him. It's moderate at best. But people were really high on him. It wasn't just the Dodgers. I mean, he was a hot prospect they're so good at not just identifying, but also developing. They're really good at developing they're, they're their guys. They're good at identifying and developing guys, like you're saying. And the other thing that they seem to be better at than everybody else, you can go buy Freddie Freeman. You can go buy Mookie Betts. That, that air quotes, that's the easy part. Yeah. Everybody knows Freddie Freeman's great. Yeah, I'll give me him. Easy, right? What's not easy is the A's released Max Muncy. You know what? Bring, bring him in here. I, I, we got a little something there. Chris Taylor was a guy. The, the Seattle Mariners couldn't find a spot for Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor is an integral part of a world championship caliber team. Justin Turner I was just about to was say. a guy that was available to pretty much anybody that wanted him. Dodgers said, "You know what? We see some there." That was He's an become act was, a great Dodger. When, I remember when the Dodgers acquired Justin Turner. That was a signing or trade nobody cared about. No. This was a guy that was knocking around with the Orioles, knocking around with the Mets, was just kind consider of a guy. The, consider an underachiever. Yeah, and then bang. It, look, my era, Ron Say, right? Like, Ron Say is my favorite Dodger third baseman of all time. Justin Turner is that guy. Justin Turner has had an unbelievable run. And if I got more money and I know how to spend it, if I know I'll take Walker Bueller, I'll take Will Smith, I'll, I'll, I can pick, the, I'll take Gavin Lux. When it's my turn to pick, I don't miss and the guys that you do miss on, I know it before you do. How do you beat that team? I mean, it's one of the reasons, too, why in a, in a pretty short amount of time, the Rams have become a premier organization in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They are exceptionally well run on all counts. All right, speaking of the Rams, Matthew Stafford. Emily, you're going to need to weigh in on this because I haven't had a chance to see it yet. He has a new Little Caesars pizza commercial. Yes. Is he uh, <laughs> has his, Have his acting chops evolved from AT&T to Little Caesars? I don't think so. No? It's just like he goes through many phases of going, it's pizza, pizza, and then he goes, it's pizza, pizza, and it's just, it's, <laughs> Wait, well, it's average. It's, it's not the best. Let's backtrack a bit. You don't like Matt Stafford with Lily? No, that's he's he's so stiff. It's he's a little wooden in that. Oh, he's great. He's, a no, little, he's got the he's smile. Bad. He lets you in on the joke. First of all, it's weird that I'm convinced they weren't in the same room when they shot that together. But that's what makes him a better actor. No experience. He's uh, working off a green uh, screen. I'm kind of going with Emily on the AT and T. I haven't seen. You'll li- never the ever little forget him. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit different. Look, there's Peyton Manning, who is not only actor or, or athlete. Good for an actor. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. For an athlete, he's a very good actor. Peyton Manning's just a good actor. He he can pull it off. Most of these guys can't. Speaking of that, um, did you see the Netflix? We were talking about Netflix earlier. Did you see the Netflix movie Hustle? Uh, refresh my memory. Uh, Adam Sandler yeah, stars in it. Oh, as, no, no, no. No, uh, no, no I haven't seen it. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. yeah. Juancho Hernan Gomez, who right. plays the lead in this, is really good. Anthony Edwards has a full villain turn that he leans really into. He's fantastic. Like, uh, not saying this just to plug the show again, Locked on Lakers, but we had Amy Nicholson. She's a film critic 
for the New York Times as a guest because she's a really big Laker fan. Mm-hmm. But she's somebody that doesn't follow the whole league closely. She just really follows the Lakers closely. She did not realize that Anthony Edwards was a basketball player. Oh, no kid. Well, she just thought he was a really good actor. What an incredible testimony, yeah. right? To, to be able to say, wait, he's a basketball player and not just an actor? That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, he really leans into a really villainous, like, bleep talker that takes things too far. He's great. I'm going to have to check it out. All right, so UNLV now has a turnover slot machine. There, We've seen sports coats and hats and chains and pimp cups and you know in baseball they have cowboy hats and sports coats unlv has a turnover slot machine which feels like we're kind of done with this (laughs) now that we've gotten to turnover slot machine are we done isn't that too bulky (laughs) like that that feels like a lot of efforting and like it doesn't really make sense so you have to explain it like no (laughs) it does it does feel like something I, i mean do you wheel it out on a dolly? Like, do you just go over and pop a few nickels into okay, it? Like, first what, what of all, are we doing? it feels to me like the turnover, instead of a slot machine, if it's a turnover thing, just have two dice on snake eyes. Fuzzy dice. Yeah. How about that? Just like all that makes ones on every side. So it makes way always, more sense. It's always snake eyes, no matter where it is. Um, the Ravens mascot tore his ACL at halftime of a preseason game. Um, he did not remove his head. He stayed in character the whole time. So congratulations to uh, Mr. Raven or whatever it's, his name uh, is. Poe. Poe. Oh, sure. <laughs> why wouldn't it be? It's a great because name. Raven, that is a yeah. good name. But uh, if you tear your ACL in Poe's costume, are you removing the head? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, man. Can't scare the kids. Dedicated. I think they know that there's a guy in there, right? No, well, no. It's not even that, man. This this is your role. This is what put you on the map. You don't break character. <laughs> That's what the great actors do. Is great that performers? <laughs> I don't know if there's a uh, aspiring DiCaprio in one of those costumes yeah, or not. He's very, he's, but maybe so. Look, man, you're methody. Once you are committed, you are committed to the role. Pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks, and it is <sighs> more expensive than it was a year ago. Because why wouldn't it be? Right, because the same idiots who buy it every single year, like idiots. Go- you go into Trader Joe's right now, it is just pumpkin a palooza <laughs> inside Trader Joe. It's it's gross. Yeah, I the pumpkin I can yeah, I, I don't need that. Well, I don't understand the hysteria that comes along with pumpkin spice latte day when, whenever that runs around. If you can't they they won't will they not make it for you if I order it in July? It doesn't no, exist. No, they don't have the stuff. And it's so like they get their the, McRib. They, they get them delivered. Yeah. It's well, now you're McRib. speaking my language. Because if we're comparing it to the McRib, now I'm far well, more Shamrock intrigued Shake. by it. That one's pretty gross, too. Yeah, I feel like with the pumpkin spice latte, if you can't spot the sucker at the table, it's you. (laughs) Not a bad way to do it. Happy birthday to Michael Jackson. Uh, How old would Michael Jackson have been, Emily? Do we know off the top of our head? I got to find that. All right. He's he's on the short list of kind of – couple of different ways to think of that birthday. You know what? There's not a ton of middle ground in there. Like – I. You know, they always talk about, like, cancel culture and, you know, who gets canceled? Is somebody yes. going to get canceled? Do past deeds lead to cancellation? Like, the moment when I really realized, like, Michael Jackson will never be canceled. No. A, just his influence in music is too big. There are too many performers connected to him or whatever. But there was a fundraiser at my daughter's old school at this roller rink. You know, so it's, it's all kids. And the DJ played multiple Michael Jackson songs in a row at a kid's venue. I'm like, clearly this they man enjoyed is, themselves. This man's not getting canceled. <laughs> no, it's not, not happening anytime soon. It's time for a little super crosstalk. Woo, 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 woo. 
Welcome back, Mace. Thank you very much. It's How- great to be back. I'm super psyched for football season. Here we go. 11 huh? days. Yeah, 11 days. 11 days. So I, saw, I saw a tweet today that in 24 weeks, the football season will be over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wow. like, wait a minute. That's a bummer. We didn't even get a season. Wait, that's, a, that's a terrible thing to point yeah. out. That actually explains, though, why we love it so much. Yes. Because Limited a- inventory. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You were talking, by the way, about the uh, mascot. The yeah, Baltimore Poe. mascot. You know, he got replaced at halftime. Somebody else went out in the suit at <laughs> halftime. Cold it's like you're easily <laughs> replaceable. Sorry, buddy. Good luck with your surgery. Next up. By the way, you don't Next ha- bird up. <laughs> it's a terrible time. <laughs> next bird up. That's, I'm sure it's paid in the mascot room. Yes. But they, instead of like Notre Dame, play like a champion today. Next bird next up bird as you walk you guys, out there. Well, you, you guys might be too young. Mason and I, when we grew up, the Brady Bunch was on. Oh, sure. on all the time. And one time, Greg Brady got a job uh, as Johnny Bravo. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. He, fit he fit the, the suit. suit. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. Absolutely. So, so if yeah. you fit the suit, you've there got you go. a future. How was vacay, man? Oh, God, it was so good. Now, uh, was the picture, there was some debate over this. Were you naked again? Did you post another naked picture when you were in the river, the volcano river? The volcanic river, river yeah. You cannot, see, you because you're, you're submerged. Correct. You cannot see. Now, I assumed you were naked because for whatever reason, that's become your thing. Yes. Posting naked pictures <laughs> yes. of yourself. Were you? As God intended. <laughs> yes, I was. And for some strange reason, I look at the likes, <laughs> and my son liked no. <laughs> And I, I go, Jack, why did you like this picture? He goes, it's cool. <laughs> I go, Mason. Yeah, that, that, by the way, the river flows directly out of this volcano, so it flows out at like 118 degrees. Isn't that some type of health violation? No, no. It's you straight out of the volcano. The- no, I felt Superheated water. Nothing can live in this water. Mason like, like Kramer's bathtub. So is it like jacuzzi hot? <laughs> yeah, it's jacuzzi it's like 100 hot. degrees yeah, hot? Yeah, it, come, it comes out 118. When you go up the river, it's about 100 degrees, and you can get into it. It's amazing. So this amazing. is like the opposite of a never nude. He's like an always nude. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> what what changed? Did, have you always been a nude guy in an photographs? Exhibitionist? I've talked about it. Around, <laughs> I, right I don't often wear... I, like, I got a jacuzzi in the backyard. I walk back and forth. I'm not wearing a suit. I, I've got a completely enclosed backyard nobody can see in it's like a compound so i don't care what i it doesn't matter what i wear in there you okay that's at home that makes a little more sense to me than you're on the volcanic river yes aren't there other vacationers that may stumble across you at this point you know there were none on this particular trip okay none on this particular trip we were at a remote Part of the no, I uh, look. Ireland's got a big deal with this, right? You make a big deal of stuff like this. Yeah, Mr. Instagram. Yeah, that you post naked pictures of yourself. I think it's weird. How (laughs) many? How many pictures do you think I posted on Instagram while I was gone? Other than the naked one, correct. I don't know, ten, two. Yeah, (laughs) two. I I I posted a total of three pictures. One, one. As God well, intended. One nude picture <laughs> is like posting a hundred other I agree. pictures. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm kind of with you on that. All right, now let me ask you guys a, a question about something we're going to resolve in our one o'clock hour. Mm. Now, Paul McDonald, you guys know the the USC sure, quarterback, sure, yeah. is coming on today at one thirty. Okay. Uh, he's Paul, like a genius. Yeah, and he's he, he's got a new book out. But the reason we're bringing him on is his son Matt is the starting quarterback at Bowling Green, who will be at the Rose Bowl on Sunday. Uh, Or Saturday, thank you, to take on UCLA. Now, Mason, as you guys probably know, is a huge USC fan, and that is also the debut of Lincoln Riley at USC. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Mason claims, at least I haven't talked to you recently. Yeah. The last time I talked to you about this, he says, screw Bowling Green, where I went to school, when they may never play in Southern California again. I'm going to the USC game. Now, Paul McDonald, who won a national championship (laughs) at USC, is going to the UCLA game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you were Mason, which, and these games are on at the same time in opposite ends of the city, one in Pasadena, one at the Coliseum. Andy? If you're Mason, what game do you attend? USC. Yep. Why? why? Because Andy I, went to USC. Well, <laughs> A, I went to SC. But even putting myself in Mason's shoes, at the end of the day, I'm going to be more invested in USC football than Bowling Green football. Yes. But, Trev, it's the only time the Fighting Falcons of Bowling Green may ever play <laughs> okay. in Mason's adopted hometown of Los Angeles, where I think he's going to live for the rest of his yes. life. Yes, that's why the answer is Bowling Green. No, 100%. no, 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 no. So he then, just had three of his Bowling the, Green fraternity this, brothers come live with him for a week that's this it. summer. You're going to run into somebody that you haven't seen in a right. long time, which is always fun to do. Number two, Bowling Green is a little bit like Santa Barbara, where I went to school. In this yes. It's not, in, it's not UCLA, where they're good at pretty much everything. They're in the mix for the Final Four. More Rose national Bowl. championships than any other right. school so in they're, multiple They're sports. good at stuff. Yeah. Andy's alma mater, SC. You're good at all the things. At Santa Barbara, athletics, the success is kind of few and far between sure. it doesn't happen a lot when the gauchos went to the college world series a few years ago there was no chance i was missing it i was going no matter what i was going to go you do went it. to omaha went to omaha watched the gauchos play in the college world series maybe the greatest sporting event i've ever attended wow. in person and it was the gauchos played great it was all those things but I got to see all the guys. I got sure, to right. go see my school well, I think in a Mason setting that doesn't make any sense. guilty of being a bad alum here. Yes. He's like, he claims that he should be in the Bowling Green Hall of Fame. Right. He won't even go to see Bowling Green but, when they're in town. And, and by the way, paradoxically, I've been invited to go back and speak at Bowling Green. you got to go. <laughs> Early next I'm, year. Trav, I'm with you. Yeah. He can't, he can't no, blow up the I just, one. Like, now, and this, by the way, this doesn't even require you. Like, If they were playing at Stanford. Yeah. I think you would have to consider going up there. But you don't even have to do that. Just get in your car. Yeah, here's the problem. We're going <laughs> to lose by 40. To UCLA? Yeah. I mean, they're... they're See, I don't think so. They're 25-point favorites. McDonald, well, you know, the, I just looked at... Rice and USC is 34 yeah, like the 40. last time I saw. Is it up to 40? Yeah, it's like USC's, It was 34 this morning. USC's going to destroy Rice. Yeah, they yes. are. They are. I, so, I want to see what Caleb Williams looks like. I but there's going to be Jordan multiple opportunities like. to go see USC, right? They're like, what do they got? Seven or eight home games this year. You're going to get a chance to go to a lot of those. By the way, Bowling UCLA, Green comes through once. UCLA could step in it. I'm telling you. Oh, it's possible. Could. But, I mean, of they're course huge they, and you don't want to be, Yeah, you don't want to be there when your alma mater shocks the world in Pasadena. Um, you know what? I am, first of all, <laughs> I could not tell you what Bowling Green, what their record was last year or the no, year before Paul, or the year before Paul that. Paul will know. Oh, good. Because his son was the quarterback. Matt was the quarterback there last year. Too. Yeah, which is amazing. So, when he comes on at 130, he used to be at Boston College. Yes. Matt McDonald used to be at Boston College, but he, tra- he took a year off transferred in the last two years nice this is his senior year at bowling green so he'll be able to, you'll, you, you'll be able to make a more educated decision after we talk sure to okay sure so tell by me by the way at bowling green one thing to look for a hill the hill is at bowling green that's where you go to no, have just, a beer it's the one, very very it's flat the one mason ignores on his way to the coliseum <laughs> no it's very very flat and there's one hill in all what do of you do green. on the hill you just stare at it we, i remember you ice block down it like what, what, do we do, what are we doing with the hill <laughs> we just, just, you put a piece of cardboard <laughs> right down, down. Exactly. Yeah. exactly exactly all right so there's optimistic travis and there's pessimistic travis i like pessimistic <laughs> travis the guy that the guy that uh, ignores all your neighbors <laughs> 
pessimistic Travis, Travis is right. a much larger presence in my life. Yes, I figured as much. I, I, I have a feeling, but pessimistic Travis is thinking that this Tony Gonsolin news, okay, 15 days on the uh, I.L., this feels like, a, hey, let's get you ready for what matters most. Take a deep breath. Get right. I, I just don't. I agree this did with not you, send but, alarm bells ringing. Okay, but it screws him in the Cy Young race. It does. We talked about that. Yeah. It, it, it probably it takes him out of it. It gives it to Alcantara. It, it does. Max Fried's number two as far as yeah. Vegas odds go. Gonsolin was third. But did you guys, when you saw that, did you have that uh-oh sense? Or was that a, yeah, I kind of thought they might do something like this? I had an uh-oh. Did you? Yeah, I had an uh-oh. Uh, I mean, we're without Kershaw now. And and who knows? I mean, they say he's progressing with the back thing, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, and now Gonsolin, who's been there, you know, one or two. No, he's all been the one. Long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Julio Arias has been there. Julio's too. been great. Yeah. It's not that Gonsolin that Julio's not good. It's Gonsolin's been a little bit better. But look, if those guys don't come back for some reason, we mm-hmm. all of a sudden are in the playoffs with Julio, with May, May, and Tyler Anderson. And Heaney. And Heaney. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like I, – I mean, I, I really think they've got to get Kershaw back, and I okay, think they've got to get Gonsolin Kershaw back. Kershaw has missed a good chunk of this season. Yes, he has. Okay? They are, they are where they are with no Bueller, with Kershaw missing a decent I know, chunk. I know. And no Dustin May. And when the Dustin- season started, the highest-paid pitcher on their staff was Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Till he gets wow. suspended. Yeah, and, he, and he's been that. gone yeah. the entire time. Yeah. That look, you you'd rather have him than not have him. It goes without saying. But sliding Dustin May into that role and everything else stays relatively the same. Put Heaney in Kershaw's role. I get it. They're not the same guy. Heaney's been basically unhittable. I know, this but year. you're going to wind up facing. Okay. Uh, you're going to wind up facing Jake Degrom and yep. and Max Scherzer. Yeah. Way, I just got a tweet from Steve Ramirez. Steve, thank you for listening. He says Mason can go to both. UCLA games at 11.30 and the USC games at 3. Oh! Hey, hey, Ramirez. Hey! Have you tried to drive in Los Angeles? Hey, if you that's left an easy the, drive. If you left the Rose Bowl at 11, you wouldn't get to the Coliseum. You wouldn't by get out of the parking <laughs> <Right>. lot. <laughs> it takes, to get out of either one of those by parking the way, lots, I, takes 90 a minutes. A huge factor. I can't stand the Rose Bowl because of the in. It's like there's it's one difficult. road going. It's very difficult. And when you get stuck, you are screwed. Well, here's how you. That, it starts at 11.30. You'd have to leave your house at like six. By the way, you know yeah. that's a pre- premier game. It starts at 11.30. <laughs> well, sort of answering Mason's question yeah. about why he's going to SC. So this, Plaschke wrote about this. This is a million years ago. There was a day, because I, I did this. UCLA played Nebraska, I think, at 12.30. Okay. No, it was Miami. They played Miami. The Dodgers also had a game that started at 1.30 that day. And then SC played Florida State at the Coliseum. At I think it was – no, at 7. It was one of those late games. Might might have been 5. But yeah. conceivably, you could try to hit all three along the way. Mm. Yeah, the only person who can do that is Jim Hill. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and no one else – Jim Hill must have a, a teleporter or something. No, so, there are more – there's definitely oh, he's more been than one Jim Hill. But yeah. no question. Here's, been multiple Here's why exactly. the, the tweeters thing doesn't work out. Because we went to the UCLA – um, you went to the Miami early game. game. We went to the early game, and we're like, "There's no way we're getting to the Dodger game." We punted on the Dodger game right, right away. away, even though they're the relatively game. close. Yeah. One thirty, just to get there for the kickoff of the SC game, which was at five or whatever it was. Yeah. You were cutting it really, really close. Although last year, John, you'll remember this. I went to a Dodger playoff game. I forgot what round or whatever, uh, and made it to the Lakers' uh, home opener on the same night. Yeah, but you didn't get there till halftime. Right. Correct. I yeah. didn't get there till half. Well, I got there as quick as I could. I think that's ultimately what you have to do. If you're going to double up, 
go to the Bowling Green UCLA game, leave at halftime, so mm-hmm. the parking lot It'll isn't probably an be issue. Over. <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, no. That's Andy. This is actually a good plan, and then you would have plenty of time. But here's the problem. Okay, so he leaves at halftime of the UCLA game, which supposedly starts at eleven thirty. Yes, it'll kick probably closer to eleven forty, eleven forty-five. So you're looking at hour and a half, two hours for the first half, right? So let's say one thirty, Mesa's in his car. One thirty, leaving Pasadena. To get to the USC game at three is not enough time. No, no. He'll not sit in traffic and he'll get in. He'll get into the SC game there, by the end of the first quarter. Do, you can and do a quarter. may have all the scrubs in by I, then. I will miss Caleb Williams' first touchdown pass. <laughs> okay, you probably. Let's be honest about this for Bowling Green and UCLA. Yeah, a quarter's enough. Just, <laughs> probably just is, go yeah. for one. What do you have against Matt McDonald? No, <laughs> come on. DTR and, and UCLA could be up. Here's another way. Twenty at, it's half, at the end of the first. This quarter. this could work in your favor if you're going to try to do both. Okay. What what are we talking about realistically? Attendance at the UCLA Bowling Green game twenty thousand. They'll do more than that, but not much. Just because it's the uh, right. opener, maybe. So but only Trev, if they do forty. That's they won't still do not even half full. No, that's what I mean. And yeah. they, there's no chance they do. 30 would be, I think, being ambitious. Yeah, yeah. That in and out with a quarter of the people that are usually there gets a little more manageable. So I have, I have a friend, shout out to Mark Duvernay, who told me this joke. He said, uh, so buddy of mine gives me two tickets to the UCLA football game, and then I had to go have lunch in Century City. So I go and I valet park my car, and I left the two tickets on the dashboard. And uh, when I came back, the guy says, I'm sorry, sir, your car got broken into. He goes, really? He goes and looks, and there's four UCLA (laughs) football tickets on the dashboard. DTR is still at UCLA. I feel like he's been there. It's his 17th I I feel like he played for Terry Donahue. He's been there forever. Hey, let me ask you something, Trout. Why is Rachel Ray on all the monitors here? Is this like food porn for you? What's going on? (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't hate Rachel Ray. I don't know what she's making, but uh, I've never seen Rachel Ray on in the studio before. She's on Channel 11, which means there must have been a football game on Channel 11 over the There was a football game. There's a little bit of baseball it's, i've i've yeah. been so lazy i've not gotten up and gone that was the rams game how's the, how's the place look so he, the the question of preseason for the rams has been is bryce perkins the number two quarterback or the number three right because he's gotten all the reps wolford's got the bum thumb right now he right got, got it knocked it on a helmet and perkins has looked good he's looked really good yeah are we not overlooking the most important part of this that if matthew stafford doesn't play that it really doesn't matter well, sure sure <laughs> i don't but I, I haven't gotten any sense that that that's a, a no, real no. it sounds like something no. he dealt with all last year it's something he dealt with all last year it's something that apparently they've got a pretty good grip on but if it does become a chronic thing i don't think it makes much you know of a how i know all. wolford is the backup because he didn't play they were because he didn't play okay, but they changed their mind mace he didn't play in the first game and then they said eh, let's see him in the second game he was going to play in the third game until he got his nail knocked off at practice right right he was going that that's more of an injury we didn't play and had Perkins gotten hurt in that third game. He would have gone in. This was not a we're going to keep him safe like it was in the first game. The right. next two were more, eh, let's see what he got. It's it's an interesting debate. I just don't know if it makes it – if it's a half, if it's a game, maybe you survive. But if Stafford's – I mean, he's the even as good as Aaron Donald is, it's still the Stafford Do you think show. McCutcheon plays a big role this year? I think he makes the team. I don't think he plays a big role. Do you think uh... – uh, well, Tutu he, Atwell plays he, a big role. Wait, you don't I think, think he does shot. if Van Jefferson can't play for several I think, weeks? I think Tutu will get the first shot at that. Okay. I think. Keep in mind, you got to McCutcheon's an undrafted Montana State guy. The Rams spent their first draft pick on Tutu Atwell a year ago. He's got. Yeah. You guys know how that you works. You got to try him. You got to try him. He can fly. McVeigh's like. So we'll see. Is I, he going to return punts? No. 
Yeah, that's good. Paul. That's I mean, Paul. Isn't the biggest thing with McCutcheon just the idea of keeping him on the roster because if you put him on the practice squad, somebody or whatever, will snag him. That's the point, and it's that's like, the Perkins thing too. That somebody could snag him, and there's the economics too. Wolford makes not quarterback money, but he makes real NFL money. Perkins is still on the relatively inexpensive deal so these are the decisions that they gotta yeah. make let's just make sure aaron donald and matthew stafford are good absolutely and we're good to go cool you, you got your seats you all ready to go for i'm that ready one? to go i'm i'm psyched man i'm i'm really psyched for only the what was the number john 24 weeks until we're done 24 with weeks of football season 24, sucks. 11 days until we've not a game yet 24 <laughs> weeks until Brutal. it's over mason and ireland coming up next super crosstalk is brought to you by coors light keeping southern california chill all summer long